Okay. So we are in the middle of describing the inaugural ceremony of the priest. We are in chapter 8, and we're up to now verse 22. Then, you're talking here what Moses did, then he, Moses, brought near the second ram, the El Hamiluim, as Rashi will explain what this means. Rashi explains this refers to the ram of the peace offering. And Aaron and his sons leaned their hands upon the head of the ram. So this term, El Hamiluim, is very questionable because literally it means the inauguration ram. But the question is, why would it mean here inauguration? We're in the middle of a whole inauguration ceremony. This is the second ram we've offered as part of this inauguration ceremony. So why would this second ram specifically be the inauguration ram? So therefore, Rosh explains that the word here does not mean inauguration as it normally does. It means a, a reference to the peace offering, the offering where a portion was given to the owner, a portion was given to the priest, a portion was given to God. And Rosh explains that the reason why we can use this term miluim which normally means inauguration, and say it implies the peace offering, is because miluim literally means to fill something up, which expresses the idea of the peace offering, which is the idea of completion. So through this offering, they filled and they completed the priest in their priesthood. In other words, this was the final offering here of the inauguration ceremony. So the priests are now filled and completed through this ram of the peace offering. Conversely, Nachmanides explains that, no, this means inauguration, what the term normally means. But then we have the same question. So why are you calling this the ram of inauguration when we've already offered many other sacrifices? And he says that it specifically is called the ram of inauguration because it is the last of the inaugural offering. And with it, Aaron and all of his sons have now fully entered the priesthood. So this is the completion of the inauguration, which in a sense is what Rashi is saying, but therefore, according to Nachmanides, this means literally that term, the ram of inauguration. So continuing, now he, again meaning Moses, Moses slaughtered it, and Moses took some of its blood and placed it on the middle part of Aaron's right ear, on the thumb of his right hand, and upon the big toe of his right foot. He brought the sons of Aaron forward, and Moses put some of the blood upon the middle part of their right ear, upon the thumb of their right hand, and upon the big toe of their right foot. And Moses threw the remaining blood upon the altar all around. He took the fat and the tail and all the fat that was on the inwards and the diaphragm of the liver and the two kidneys and their fat and the right legs. And from the basket of matzahs that was before God, he took one matzah loaf, one loaf of oil bread, and one wafer, and placed them on the fat and on the right leg. Now on this term, Oil bread, Rashi explains that this is the bread, again, all these breads are really forms of matzah. This was the bread which was scalded, meaning they took the flour and they would pour boiling water over it. Then they baked it and then they fried it in oil to make it crisp. So it's called oil bread because there's a lot of oil here, as much as in all the other chalas and wafers combined. That's what it's called, the oil bread. Going back to the verse, he put it all on Aaron's palms and on the palms of his sons, and he waved them as a wave service before God. Then Moses took them from upon their palms, meaning all of this pieces of the offering. They caused them to go up and smoke on the altar after the Ola offering, the offering that was completely burnt up to God. 
They were inauguration offerings for satisfying aroma. It was a fire offering to God. So Rashi explains that he caused them to go up and smoke on the altar. This means Moses, because for the entire seven-day period of the inauguration, Moses is acting as the priest, but Rashi clarifies in a white tunic, meaning he's not wearing the priestly garment. But he is doing many services that, of course, normally only a priest can do. And we could wonder, why is Rashi commenting this here when we've seen this throughout all of these verses? But this connects to what, we're going, what we see in this verse, that in this verse we say that the thigh of the peace offering was offered on the altar, which is what normally happens to it. Normally, it is a portion of the priest. But here we're showing the distinction that Moses, even though he's acting as a priest, of course, which is what God wants here, he really is a levy. So therefore, he's not going to eat this thigh. So therefore, the thigh went on the altar. So because I'm going to, in the next verse, specify that this thigh went on the altar, unusually, I'm already in the previous comments alluding to why. Because Moses offered it up, and he wasn't really a priest that he should eat from it, which is what normally would happen. So this leads us to the next Rashi. That we find here that the leg of the peace offering is offered on the altar. And normally it wasn't. It's the only place where it's where it is done this way. And again, the reason why is because Moses, the levy, is offering it. So he's acting as a priest, but he shouldn't eat it as a priest, and therefore this gets sacrificed. Moses took the breast and waved it as a waste service before God. From the ram of dedication, it was a portion for Moses, as God had commanded Moses. 